Welcome to another episode of Damn, your nigga is over here again. Come get him, dog. Come on. What up, though? It's your boy Mike Perkins, aka Michael B. Potton, one half of MVP, one half of Opinions I Like Podcast, and the whole show of my punk ass podcast. And when I'm not giving an eggplant based diet to your vegan girlfriend, I'm checking out the John Effect podcast, as you should. And if you ain't, what the fuck you doing? Present good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It is now time the one and only. There never will be another. You're listening to the John Effect Podcast. This is episode 236. New listeners, welcome. Returning listeners, welcome back. I am your host, John Salvatore Mackey, a.k.a. Jamal Cena, Cuban Roast in the Flesh, the podcast quarterback, Fidel Cashflow, the Afro-Latino Ryan Reynolds on these hoes, Mr. Carte Blanche himself, Cheekbone Jones, the young OG, the Prince of Potomac, 68 Savage, because I owe these niggas on Bro, Olivia Pope, VKA, Being Hot gets you the MVP, Staying Hot gets you Hall of Fame. You guys know I'm gunning for Hall of Fame status. Let's get into some housekeeping. Again, I feel like I am having to hustle. I'm back in the infancy. I'm back on my 2016 shit because I'm building this podcast up brick by brick because... I'm no longer on SoundCloud, so I don't have that SoundCloud audience that I had before. So it's like I'm starting from scratch. The show is now host, excuse me, I'm drunk. The show's hosting site is now Anchor. So you can listen to the podcast on Anchor. You can listen to the podcast on Spotify. You can listen to the podcast on Apple Podcasts. Now, if you're listening to the show on Apple Podcasts, Please, please, please search the John Effect podcast, rate the show four or five stars, write a review, please, because all of my reviews, my RSS feed from the inception of the show is gone. So the 233 episodes plus all those reviews, all those ratings are gone so again i'm building up so if you wrote a review before if you rated the show before if you can please do me that solid and mosey on over there i want to you know i want to have the show gain traction i i again this is volume two of the john effect podcast i guess like i said last week's episode a soft reboot it's looking like that's what it is but I did it once. I can do it again. I, I have no doubt about that. Um, follow me on Twitter. I am fun on Twitter. Like, you're going to get a chuckle, hopefully. Uh, follow me on Twitter at John EFX. Use the official hashtag when you listen to the show. The hashtag is PodQB. It helps the show gain traction. And right now, I definitely need the show to gain traction because new. It, it's a new wave. It's a new introduction or a reintroduction to the show because i I, i'm on a new platform um 
again, when you see the links on your timeline, please, please, please retweet those. Um, send the show an email if you want to be on the show, if you want to give me some colorful commentary, if you want to read me for filth, if you want to just talk some shit um, and engage with the show, please. The John Effect Podcast at gmail.com. Um, I'm going to read uh, one of the reviews. Give me just a second. Because thank you, thank you, thank you. Give me one second. Give me one second, baby. I'm not a singer. I'm a jazz performer. All right. Where is that? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Okay. So, this review comes from Divine Destiny. Thank you, my love. I, 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 I'm going to say this. I love what she brings to the podcast landscape. Like, we don't have enough strong female voices in this community. And she is doing it solo. And she is doing an amazing job. So, bravo to you, my love. Mr. High Cheekbone, she says, John brings the heat with a side of shade. I'm definitely feeling the balance. One of my favorite podcasts. Oh, thank you. I really, really appreciate that. Like, I love it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, let's slide into some personal effects. I'm good. I'm blessed. I am thankful. Um, my grandparents, I, I, they're my loves. They're the loves of my life. They got their second dose of the vaccine, and I am so thankful. And I, you guys don't know, I love them so much. Like they are my second set of parents. If you're not familiar with me or you're a new listener, you guys know. Like I lost my mother. In 2004, I lost my father in 1997. Um, so I've been without parents for a very long time. Um, but my grandparents, like I said, they've been my second set of parents. I love them. Like, they treat me like I'm their son. I, I Let me just say this. The way they dote on me, it just, I'm like, wow. Like, I... I've never felt so much unconditional love. Like they love on me and I, it's reciprocated and I would take a bullet for them. I would die for them. I'm just so just pregnant with emotion that they are kicking and, and they're here and they got the vaccine and they are just happy. Like I've never been so emotional when i'm on the show right now as the way i am because i don't really talk about them a lot on the show but i just thinking about them and all that they've done for our legacy and our family and everything has just been so amazing so when i talk about them guys i get really emotional because the love the love that i have for them um like jackie knows ray knows people that are in my inner circle know the relationship i have with them so the fact that they are fully vaccinated just makes my heart melt because I worry like I worry like I pray every morning that they are protected and they, and they don't get 
affected and impacted by the coronavirus because they're senior citizens and it would just kill me if something were to happen to them um but you know love them i love 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 them um i don't know like me personally there's nothing really going on um i want to thank everyone for the commentary from last week's episode on twitter you guys uh were in on the timeline and it was fun it was definitely fun um single and i'm okay with that like i think i've come to terms with that then i want to be a confirmed bachelor now i will say this i have been having conversations and exchanges via text message via iMessage with some old work and you know just reconnecting and you know we'll see how that plays out but i don't have any expectations i have no expectations when it comes to dating and men because it's just like why what's the purpose um unpopular opinion do i have an unpopular opinion this week let's see excuse me um let's see i don't know unpopular opinion um i think i might have said this before i i'm a casual aliyah fan um and not to speak ill of the dead but i think a lot of times <coughs> excuse me we give too much sometimes where it's like you could have just gave the standard Aaliyah was great. The music was great. It wasn't anything super spectacular. Like, it, it wasn't anything different from what Brandy was giving, what Maya was giving, what Monica was giving. It was all great under that, in that wheelhouse. Um, Usher, a great teenage acts, great teenage urban acts of that time and you know i just find it interesting that you know there's this revisionist approach to things where Aaliyah was way influential and impactful she was influent or she is influential and she is impactful but no excuse me i'm so drunk <laughs> nothing more than how maya is impactful how brandy's impactful how monica's impactful they've all left their mark on the culture and to single Aaliyah out as if she was you know a Mariah Carey or a Tony Braxton or Whitney Houston or Janet Jackson it's like you gotta chill like you really have to chill like if we're gonna run the numbers down Aaliyah was great but I mean it, it wasn't anything spectacular but ah. Let me know in the comments. Actually, I can't say let me know in the comments because there's no SoundCloud. Uh, jump in that thread for the show uh, link or whatever. I'm going to freshen up this cocktail. I'll catch you guys in a second. <laughs>
I am going to say this. Everything on this docket is allegedly. My money is for me. I said what I said. Everything on the docket, allegedly. Allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. All right, guys, let's get into the docket. So I'm going to start the docket off a little different. Uh, switching things up a little bit because I have to understand new listeners are coming in and I'm going to make it an effort to, you know, provide a little backstory, you know, for those that have been um, returning listeners, you guys are up to speed, but again, there are new listeners. So I need to give them a little backstory of what's going on. Um, so I say that to say this, this is the John effect podcast and I am an indie podcaster. Like, no air quotes. Four or five years ago, I was using air quotes, but I'm standing up in my shit. I am 236 episodes deep into this, so I feel like I've earned the title of being a podcaster. So you guys are familiar. Jackie and I are really close friends. Um, and she does the show within a show, Jackie and Don with me. And we were talking, because we talk all the time. We're talking the other day, and I was just like, I'm going to miss her because she's moving. She's moving to Texas, excuse me, next month. And I'm just like, I'm really going to miss you. But I had to let her know. Nothing is changing. The only thing is changing is that I don't, I won't see you in the flesh. Our relationship is still going to be here. Our relationship is still strong. Like we had our friction like three years ago. And I think that has made our friendship so much stronger. And I, Ray, my best friend, I love Ray. Like we're blood brothers. Like that is my ace. That is my dog. Like I would take a bullet for that man. And I, I say that to say this. So a lot of times when you're a content creator, whether you're doing YouTube or you're doing other things or you're doing podcasts, a lot of the support that we get comes literally from strangers, strangers that eventually, you know, you have a rapport with and, you know, those people support you. And I've noticed, you know, people that I have established relationships outside of the whole social media thing, outside of the whole content creation thing, you know, where, you know, there's respect and, and there's a mutuality there. A lot of times they don't support and show up and show out when it comes to endeavors that you're doing, whether it's business, whether it's content creation. And I get it. I understand. Like, I'm not that way, but I understand how people are that way. Ray has been my best friend for a very long time. I think we're coming up on a, a nine or 10 year anniversary, but that's here nor there because you can't count those things. You can't quantify those things with, you know, time and such. But my brother supports this show. Like he retweets links. He listens to the show. Like a lot of times he's in the moment with me when these things that I talk about on the show happen. And I, I love that for me. I, I love that brotherhood. Same thing with Jackie. Like Jackie and I were introduced to each other. Um, we have a mutual friend and, you know, 
she and I have a, a common podcast that we were big fans of. And, you know, we eventually met. And when Jackie and I met, it was instant. Like, it was such an instant connection. And we have been fast friends since then. And we've become, you know, collaborators. And we, you know, really forged and craft such a strong bond and a friendship and jackie is in my corner and she always supports and she is candid with me and i love that and i love all of the people that support me genuinely and outside of you know that a lot of supporters are people that i've never met or that i, I know through social media and i would love to say you know i have the support of family like my brother has never i don't think my brother's ever listened to the podcast i don't think he has reached out and said hey bro i see what you're doing you're doing a great job and i think that's interesting because you know he's an entrepreneur i'm drunk is that a word oh uh, yes he's an entrepreneur and i support him and all that he does i'm gonna keep that Quiet. I'm not gonna say anything more, Jackie. I know you're looking at me through. I know you're looking at me because you know the backstory to that. But I'm just like, ah, it's interesting because, again, this show was not supposed to happen. The John Effect podcast was never supposed to happen. I stumbled into doing this show because originally, cut back to or flash back to 2016. I had a good friend at the time. She said, let's do a podcast. You'll be my co-host. And I was like, okay, cool. I'll be your co-host. And that's that's what it was. And that never happened. And I said, well, you know what? Now that I've been bit by this podcast bug, let me try it on my own. And here I am five years later. And no one was real. It was crickets. And it was crickets with the people that I knew and everything and i'm like okay well whatever but yeah i just wanted to say thank you and if, if it's like that it's like that i'm not gonna i'm not gonna dwell on things you know people are comfortable with what they do even my grandmother who does not have a smartphone she knows i do a podcast and she's like so baby you still doing a little radio show because i had to break it down so that it was palatable for her yes she is you know very intelligent she's very articulate but she's also 89 years old so there are certain things that she's not going to grasp and really understand um so i have to present it to her in a way that she can understand so she is aware of the podcast i would never want her to listen to this show because my you guys know my mouth is reckless the things that i say on the show like i would blush that i wouldn't want her to hear the things that go on like i i'm very open with her and, I, and she's my biggest supporter she's my biggest cheerleader and she wants me to date and, and all those good things but the things i say on this show i don't want her to hear like i don't want her chastised. i can see now she's like oh that's how you do you are not raised like that you will not conduct yourself in such a gutter way and i'm like i i can't have that but she's like baby i love you continue to shine and do your little radio show and i love that so i'm gonna move on to our next item on the docket representation you guys know representation inclusion diversity those are big things for me 
Big Brother is a show that I've been watching since 2000. Like, I love this show. And if you're familiar with Big Brother, it comes on CBS Network. We have never really truly been represented on this show. Like, if there is a cast of 16, you may get one, a max of two black contestants. A sea of white, you get 14 white people, one or two black people, maybe someone Asian, maybe someone Latino, and that's what it is. And ultimately, for the most part, it's going to be a Caucasian winner. Well, Big Brother has decided to add diversity because I guess they got enough of the complaints of people saying, why does this cast have to be predominantly white? Why are you not casting a net to have more diversity on this show? Sidebar, I actually auditioned for this show a few years ago and I was not selected and that was okay. And things happen how they're supposed to happen. Um, it would make sense, the powers would be that I, I didn't necessarily get on the show because I'm so instrumental in you know looking after my grandparents in certain capacities and taking care of them in certain ways. So me being away from them, I don't think that would have worked because there's so much that I have to do. So I get it. So maybe in the future, I don't know, 20 years from now, if the show's still on, maybe I'll have a, a, a place where I can potentially come on the show. I don't know. But, you know, I'm still going to watch like I've been doing so. But they're making history. The final six, everyone in the final six is black, is a person of color. That means we are getting a black finalist or since we're getting a black winner on big brother that is dope as fuck like this has never happened on the show because again we've never gotten five black people on big brother in the in 20 years of this show so kudos now i will say this <laughs> Subsequent seasons, people are going to be on the lookout. Now that it's out there, people are going to be on the lookout. And, hey, we got to break this up because you know America is racist. You know they don't like black people. It is what it is. Uh, I'm going to move on to the next item on the docket. <sighs> Excuse me. Let me just say this. There is no gay agenda. I promise you there is no gay agenda. I don't know why people think, I don't know how people muster the energy to continue to spew the rhetoric that there's a gay agenda. There's not. Like, if there is, it's a secret and I don't know about it. Like, I went to the last gay meeting like two weeks ago. We didn't talk about an agenda. We really were talking about the upcoming Met Gala. And, you know, we were talking about Janet Jackson and her iconic discography. We were not talking about a gay agenda. We were not talking about trying to assimilate um, the masses and turn them gay. It's just, it's a folktale. It's a fairy tale. It, it doesn't exist. Like, my thing is this, let niggas be gay. Let people be gay. Like, it's not the end of the world if someone is gay or gay adjacent. Like, straight for the most part is still the default, unfortunately. It is what it is. Like, I'm so tired of, you know, people 
making it a point to call out gayness. Like I, I'm so excited because I'm actually recording with Rain tomorrow, and we're gonna really kind of crack that open. So I'm like, I'm gonna keep it really slim on this, and we're gonna talk more so on that episode. So be on the lookout for. All right, John, Gay Side Stories Reimagined next week. <laughs> Shameless plug. But yeah, I'm just like, no, it doesn't It doesn't work like that. Like, there's no fucking gay agenda. Um, if anything, there's a straight agenda. If anything, there's a white agenda, but there's no gay agenda. Um, I'm going to move on to the next item on the document. I'm almost 40 years old. I'm 38 years old. Um, <laughs> of course, my industry age is 20. 29, but I am 38 years old. So I've lived some life. And let me just say this back to that black nigga bitch, Jackie. She, so we're on the phone the other day. She's like, so basically you're 40. And I'm like, could you not, ma'am? I'm 38 years old. <laughs> Thank you. Now she did give me some grace and she said, at least your industry age is going up. And I'm like, yes, my industry age was 28 for the bulk of this podcast. But no, in actuality, I am 38 years so old. I was born in 1983. Flip it, I'm 38 years old. So there are certain things that I cling to. And there are certain things that have been long-standing things in my life it gets to a point where it is unfortunate sometimes we are going to age out of things and i've said this on this podcast before there have been things that i've aged out of there are certain bars and clubs that i have frequented in the past that i no longer go to because i feel that i've aged out i never want to be the old ass nigga in the club now i will say this Thanks to genetics, thanks to a healthy diet, a healthy lifestyle, I am a well-preserved 38-year-old man, and I look like a well-preserved 38. I am blessed and thankful that I'm not out here looking twice my age or 10 years older than what I am. My whole thing has been preventive maintenance. I've always said, and I've been very vocal, I want to age gracefully like Lorenz Tate, and I think I am trying to do that. I think I'm I'm accomplishing that in some capacity. So thank the Lord and thank genetics and thank all of those things and, and Aveeno skincare products. But I've aged out of things. And let me just say this. The VMAs is something that I have aged out of. I remember like from 97 to like 2006 nine the vmas was like must watch television for me and then new artists would come out and some of them i would understand and some of them i would get and some of them i would like and then some of them i'd be like who is that i don't know who that is and then after the 2000s it was like okay there would be certain vmas that i would you know want to watch if there was a beyonce or a rihanna or a Gaga, I'm going to watch. Um, I may not know all of the entertainers, but you know, I'm here pretty much for those three or whatever. And cut to 2021, where I'm aware of some of these newer artists. There are a lot of these new artists. I don't know who they are. Not a little like Nas was. Is that, am I drunk? Is that a word? Little Nas X. So Little Nas X performed. Normani performed, Chloe Bailey performed, and I didn't watch, I'm going to be honest, I didn't watch the show 
Um, I was doing something else. I was, oh wait, yes, I know what I was doing. I'm not saying that on the show, but I was, you know, I was preoccupied. I wasn't inclined to watch the show because outside of, I mean, I'm just like, I'm no longer the key demographic for the show. I think the key demographic is 18 to 34. Well, nigga, I'm 38 years old, so no. I want to say the last VMAs that I watched in its entirety might have been the 2016 VMAs. Um, but... You know, things have a start, they have a middle, they have an end. I will say this. Chloe's performance, I really enjoyed. You could definitely tell the Beyonce influence. Little Nas X, I loved the performance. I, I really did. I think we need that type of visibility. I would have loved to be able to see that 20, 25 years ago. But, you know, we say that we're inclusive we say these things but we're really moving at a snail's pace and i'm gonna say this I, I i don't tweet this opinion because stan culture on social media is so disgusting and i would hate to have to whoop somebody's ass i don't understand the hype for normani i think she's i think she's a gorgeous girl she's a gorgeous dark-skinned girl I think she can dance her ass off. Vocals, eh. I mean, she's not, I, I would rank her with the Mayas, the Sierras, the Rihannas, those type of girls. Okay, sweet delivery, sweet vocals, nothing amazing. Nothing like, oh my God, let me sing that again. Like, it, it's just not that for me. But I feel like, it's been like, oh my God, Normani's the next Beyonce. And let me just say this. There is no next Beyonce. Like, there's just not. Like, we don't have those type of superstars anymore where Normani's cool in her pocket. The performance to me was, eh. Like, my thing is, I love the Janet. You guys know I'm a huge Janet fan. I love the Janet's reference to the Would You Mind. I, the Tiana Taylor being involved. You couldn't pick somebody more high profile. Like Tiana Taylor to me is a dub, but whatever. But I just was like, on paper, I want Normani to win, but she's the output is very mid. Like she should, I don't know. Like I don't know what her team needs to do, but whatever they're doing, it's not it. Chloe, bravo. Let me just tell you this. I think I've listened to Have Mercy like at least 400 times since Friday. Like, I fucking love the song. Uh, the video is great. The performance was dope. That's all I got. That is all I got. Uh, closing out the docket. The Met Gala is back. There was no Met Gala for 2020. But apparently the world in those spaces has opened back up as if nothing, as if we're not in a global pan, I'm not gonna say that, as if we're not in a pandemic, because pandemic means global. And it's just like, okay, it, it's great. Like the gay in me, the butch queen in me is euphoric that the Met Gala is back because since I've been doing the show in 2016, I've always talked about the Met Gala 
on this show it's been a kind of a staple on the show and last year there was none of course for obvious reasons but it's back and i'm like yes typically the met gala is in may but it, this year it's in september and a lot of the looks have been dope um i'm gonna say this it's september and it's still like over 90 degrees so some of these looks i'm like i know i know your pussy sweat i know your nuts are sweating um, some standouts for me, I think Nas, Lil Nas X was great. Um, I think Mary J. Blige looked awesome. Kim Kardashian, ma'am, no. Um, Amon looked spectacular. Rihanna and ASAP Rocky, if you don't have anything nice to say, it's best to not say anything. Um, I don't know, I don't believe Beyonce and Jay-Z are coming. I don't believe Kerry Washington's coming. But what I saw, it looked like a great time. I'm going to freshen up this cocktail, and we'll be back with Gold Silver Bronze. This week's edition of Gold, Silver, Bronze, why not have a repeat? When you are a bad yellow bitch, it only makes sense that you get a repeat week on the John Effect podcast. So that means that Aubrey Denise Graham is getting a part two in John Effect history, John Effect podcast history, no artist has gotten two weeks of gold, silver, bronze back to back. And let's go. So I'm taking three singles from Drake's dope discography. And we're going to rank them gold, silver, bronze. Tweet me using the hashtag PodQB. Let me know who gets your gold, who gets your silver, who gets your bronze. If you want to email the show, Great, you can do that too. The John Effect Podcast at gmail.com. Our first entry, One Dance with Wizkid and Kyla, the lead single from his fourth studio album, Views, released April 5th, 2016, produced by 1985 and 40, peaked at number one on the hot RB hip hop songs, as well as the hot ones. Our next entry, Nice For What, the second single from his fifth studio album, Scorpion, released April 16, 2018. Produced by 40 and Murder Beats, 
peaked at number one on the Hot 100, as well as the Hot R&B Hip Hop songs. Last and certainly not least, Find Your Love, the second single from his debut album, Thank Me Later, released May 5th, 2010, produced by Kanye West, No ID, and Jeff Basker. Oh shit, I didn't write down, I do write notes on the show sometimes. I didn't write down where it peaked, so give me just a moment. Creole lady mama Alright, so let's see. How did I not do that? Um find your give me one second, guys. I'm clearly smashed. Paula Pat Slizzard. Alright, peaked at number five on the high art excuse me. Uh, excuse me, I'm fucked up. Excuse me, peaked at number five on the Billboard Hot 100, peaked at number three on the Hot R&B Hip Hop songs. Guys, who gets your gold? Who gets your silver? Who gets your bronze? I'm giving my gold to Nice for What. I'm giving my silver to Find Your Love. And by default, and I hate this song, it's one of my least favorite Drake songs. I'm giving One Dance my bronze. Like, I will say this I am a fan of Drake. Um, only when he's not trying to be Peebo Bryson. When he's just trying to be himself, it's great. But when he thinks he's on some Peebo Bryson vocals, nigga, you need to chill. You need to relax. Um, but guys, this pretty much wraps up episode 236. You guys don't have to listen. You guys don't have to support, and you do. And for that, I am eternally grateful to all of you. Um, this podcast has been my passion project it's been my baby and i'm almost at the five and a half year mark and i am i'm just like wow like i nigga i this is the longest thing that i've done outside of work in school like i this is surpassed relationship that i've been in so thank you i Again, if you want to follow me on Instagram, you can follow me on Instagram at the John Effect. The show's Instagram page is the John Effect Podcast. I'm on the Tiki Taki with the young kids. That didn't come out right. I'm on the TikTok with the cool kid adults, 18 and plus or whatever. Um, follow me on the TikTok, the John Effect. The Facebook page, if that's your thing, facebook.com forward slash the John Effect Podcast. Um, Twitter, where I'm always cutting up, John EFX. Again, go over to Apple Podcasts. If you've not subscribed to the show, subscribe to the show. Write a review. Rate the show four or five stars. Until next time, I'll see you, sweet lovers of liberty. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. Turn back from bladders, legs to wheels, pain and pills. Cause you fucking with a nigga that'll jump out, rage still, while it is way real, dog. No joke, blow smoke in your bitch face, pissing your will. Slap your custies, clap your worker, dead your strip. Stick your connect, yap your bitch. So let it be known, I'm back on my grizzly. The sergeant, the cat, the Mac, hold six feet. For rookies and vets, I bang till it clicks. So run and tell your doula, the Ruger come with two clips, dog. Something you can't understand
How I could just kill a man for killer cam Me and my rock killer fan, top villains, man We run a spot, drop ceilings, fan Hit the wall, drop ceiling fans Listen, boy, man, I show you how to fill a van Up with killers, man Align the trunk Keep a stash box for the nine and the pump The coach walk you through the any